Greetings to everyone. Greetings to our uh, church online. Greetings to my Connor Garrison. LB loves you so much. <laughs> so, where is the pointer? God is good. <laughs> All the time, God is good. Okay. Let's start by declaring the sovereignty of God. Will you stand with me? And pray with me this prayer, a prayer of trust to God. Let's pray. Lord, you have been our dwelling place in all generations. Before the mountains were brought forth or the earth was formed, even from everlasting to everlasting, you are God. Teach me to number my days and to present to you a heart of wisdom. You know the times and seasons, and my days are in your hands. Lord, open and close doors as you deem wise. Give and remove opportunities as you see fit. Father, I do not know the best way, and I cannot interpret the twists and turns of life. But this I know, whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Sovereign Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust, my cup overflows. May goodness and mercy follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you. You may sit down. About this time last year, April, my roommates and I, it means Ati Sally and Lian, we were quarantined. And you know, quarantine means either you were exposed to COVID or you have COVID itself. It took four days before the doctor informed me that I am COVID positive. I wish I could tell you that when I have heard the news, I feel good with it. No. I question God. I ask the Lord, why? I'm serving you. I'm faithful to you. Why do I have this COVID-19, which was then like threat, treated like a leprosy? People just like don't want to be, to know you, don't want to be near you. Then the Lord impressed to me, why not? Why not? Okay? Are you exempted? Why not? This why not led me to think and to a journey of anxiety and depression. Anxiety. There's a series of things that I think on my mind. What if I experience shortness of breath? I experience this 
difficulty, I have a fever, then they need to bring me to the hospital. I don't want to stay there. They will, then they will intubate me. I don't want it. What if I think about the worst? What if I die? I don't have a plan yet. I have a lot, yes. I have a lot in forest lawn, but I don't have a plan. <laughs> then they will cremate me. I don't like to be burned. You know, that's my thinking. What if, and this series of what if continues for three days, leading me to depression. It's like, I feel like I was abandoned by God. But then, I need to battle this in my mind. I need to renew my thinking. The first thing I did was, Lord, if I will die, I need to make sure I will go to heaven. So, I rededicate myself to the Lord. I pray, Lord, please forgive me of all my sin, all my transgression, all iniquities, whether I know it or I don't know it. I ask forgiveness. I repent of, it, of all of it, Father. I repent. I surrender my life to you. I receive you as my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ of my life. Thank you for giving me eternal life. And P.S. Lord, if you will take me, take me in peace. Amen. And that's my prayer. That prayer made a difference in my life. It helped me focus on the Lord now, not on myself, not on my COVID-19 affliction. I thought about the Lord, that he is my healer. He is my great physician. Paul said, to live is Christ. And if I die, it will be gain for me. I thought about the Lord as the one who will provide. Because it's locked down. All, of three, all three of us were inside. How nobody is allowed to go to groceries. So the Lord is a God that provides. And true enough, he provided every day. Almost every day we have food on the table. That is, and thank you for using the brethren to do that. And the Lord will get me out of this. And he will use me as a testimony of his goodness of his faithfulness. God is great. Hallelujah. God is faithful. So, this led me to this sermon. Think great thoughts because you serve a great God. Can you say that to your neighbor? God speaks through his creation. When you look at the heavens, Psalms 19.1 says, The heaven declares the glory of God. What do you see? Can anybody construct heaven? How? That heaven, when you look at the heaven, you see the clear sky, the purity of God. 
When you see the blue, it's the coolness of God. When you look at the mountains, the psalmist says, I will lift up my eyes to the hills. Where will my help comes from? My help comes from the Lord. You know, mountains, hills, they symbolize about the strength, the stability, and the power of God. When you go to the oceans, rivers, as many of us will come, will go there, you know, during summer season. What do you remember? The water, immeasurable love of God. How high, how deep, how long, how wide. It's God's love for us. In Romans 1.20, Paul said, Nobody can say that there is no God because God speaks to his creation. God speaks through his word. This word is living and active. It penetrates even to the division of our soul and spirit, joints and marrow. 2 Timothy 3.16-17 reminds us that God's word is God's breath. All scripture is God's breath. And profitable for doctrine where we stand in our faith, for reproof, for correction us, correcting us, for correction and instruction of righteousness so that the man of God will be thoroughly equipped with good, good work. The psalmist says, 119.11, Your word I hide in my heart so that I will not sin against you. Proverbs 3 says to us, bind them around their neck. Write them in the tablet of your heart so you will gain a heart of wisdom. Psalms 103 says, 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. God speaks to us through circumstances. And the latest in which he spoke to us or still speaking to us is through COVID-19, <laughs> right? God speaks to us and he tells us, you do not own your life. If I want to take it, I'll take it. There is time for everything. That your money cannot buy anything because you're in lockdown. You cannot travel. You cannot enjoy the pleasures of life. Who do we go through? Of course, the Lord, the Lord Jesus Christ, our healer, baptizer, our ever-present help in times of trouble. But the thing is, do we hear it? Do we hear it when God speaks to us in any of the things that I mentioned? Or the even deeper question is, are we even listening? Proverbs 23, 7, as a man thinks, so he is. Can you repeat that? As a man thinks, so he is. So, what are you thinking? That's the question I will leave with you. But, our God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power of the Holy Spirit that work with us. Repeat with me, everybody. 
to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power of the Holy Spirit that work within us. Because God is a great God, think great thoughts with confidence. Con is with, fideo is faith. So, think great thoughts with faith in the Lord, knowing that your thoughts can never be greater than God. Amen. Amen. Isaiah 58.8 reminds us that your thoughts are not my thoughts. Your ways are not my ways. My thoughts are higher. My ways are better than yours. As we study the Bible and read of his mighty acts, we marvel at his greatness and claim to believe he can do anything for nothing would be impossible with God. Repeat that. For nothing would be impossible with God. But when it comes to spiritual crisis, some believers, by thinking small thoughts, reduce him in dignity and power and act as though God is no longer all-powerful. We forget that he has all authority in heaven and earth. We forget that he created everything in the universe, even your iPhone. We forget that he stains all things in his universe. We forget that he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. His universal authority and power have not diminished. Therefore, think great thoughts because you serve a great God who does great things. So, tell yourself, think great thoughts, Benida. Ask yourself. Yeah. Ask yourself, think great thoughts because you serve a great God who does great things. He is immutable. He does not change. He is infallible, error-free, perfect, and does not have mistake in it. Okay? Infallible. How great is your God in your thinking? Tell me what you think about God. And I will tell you how great he is in your thinking. I think about God. He is an awesome God. His loving kindness will endure. Psalms 136. His love, his mercy, his grace endures forever. I think about God that he is my banner. As Moses wrote in Exodus 17, 15, it says, He is my banner when Joshua defeated the Amalekites. I think about God as he is my confidence. Philippians 1.6 says, He who began a good work in me will be faithful to complete it. I think about my God as my deliverer. He delivered me already from all evil ways. He is my refuge, my fortress, my rock in whom I will trust. 
I think about the Lord. He is my ever-present help in times of trouble, Psalms 18.2. And I think about the Lord, about His faithfulness, because He said in Isaiah 58.11, no word of Him will return void, but it will accomplish what it is spoken for, accomplish what it is said for. What are you thinking? How, God, how great is God in your thinking? Do you know who God is in your life? Vision. Where there is no prophetic vision, people cast off restraint. Proverbs 29.18. I remember when I was reviewing for my licensure for Foursquare, Pastor Courtney asked me, Sister Venida, how do you see yourself? What is the vision that the Lord is giving you? And I told him, the Lord give me this vision that I will be leading worship. <laughs> but, Pastor, I do not have this voice. I do not know this cue that they use. And you know what? Pastor is really nice. He said, he smiled. And he said, you know, if he gave you that vision, he will equip you. So, that's because, what, what did we say in the beginning? Nothing is impossible with God. All things are possible, right? So wait with, wait with me. Wait for as I stand here and lead you worship. <laughs> Only God knows, like Sarah, right? She smiled when the Lord told her she will get pregnant. Who would believe that, right? But did Sarah get pregnant? Yes. Yes, right? Did the Lord fulfill his word? So in Habakkuk, we are reminded to write a vision. You know what other vision the Lord gave me recently? Jesus for Life Library, where everything is all about Jesus, that people will go there and they will learn about the Lord. Okay? And that's a vision. How it will be fulfilled, I don't know. But how about you? Do you have a vision that the Lord is giving you? How about faith? No faith, no God. Okay? Put that in your mind. Small faith, small God. Great faith, great God. Hebrew 11.1, 1, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Faith. And the Lord impressed me tonight, today how to have faith, how to live in faith, how to walk in faith. It's by allowing the Lord Jesus Christ to be your Lord and Savior. So, if you want to have faith, if you don't have a faith of a mustard seed, if you have faith of a mustard seed, that's what the Lord is telling me. So, I would like you I would like to lead you in a prayer that will start your faith journey. Will you allow me? Say with me, Lord Jesus, I want to live in faith. I want to walk in faith. I want to see the marvelous things you will do through this faith. Lord, 
I know it starts by knowing you. I surrender my life to you. Please forgive me of all my sin. I receive you as my Lord and Savior. Jesus Christ of my life. Thank you for the journey of faith that will start today. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. That's planting a seed of faith. And I believe in his time, as he will, and you participate, you will grow in the faith journey with God. How about service? How, is, how great God is your God in your service? Can you do all things through Christ? Can you serve the Lord with gladness? Can you offer yourself as a living sacrifice to God, which is your reasonable service? How about giving? Can you give proportionate to the blessing you have received from God? Because we learned yesterday, last night, we have Bible study. Jesus saw how that scent of the woman, the scent of the woman, Jesus look at us. He doesn't need our money. He just need our obedience. Okay? So give. That's a part of your service. Test the Lord in this. If he will not open the floodgates of heaven, that there is no room for you to store. Believe in that. Give. 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 Give to the Lord. Good measure, pressed down and shaking, shaken together and running over. Because with the measure you give, he'll give back to you. Okay? How great is your God? If he is greater than your personal problem, then why do you worry? Okay? Why do you worry about everything? You worry. You worry a lot. People of the world, COVID-19, help us to worry. What if I go near this person? Oh, she got COVID. I will have COVID. Let me look like this. Right? What? I asked, I asked the women's group last night. So what if the Lord is asking you to give your last money in the wallet? What will you do? You will worry. What will you do? Will you give? What, 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 is the ten, what is our tendency? True to us, right? Instead of giving, because we worry about there is no more for tomorrow, right? Yeah. If God is greater, then we will be able, we will be motivated to give. In this, uh, in this uh, text, we saw that Paul and Silas were in prison, right? So he, he wrote to the, Philippi, to the Philippian church. He said, Now I want you to know, brothers and sisters, that what has happened to me has actually served to advance the gospel. They were in jail, right? As a result, it has become clear throughout the whole palace guard to everyone else that I'm in chain for Christ. And because of my chain, 
most of the brothers and sisters have become confident in the Lord and dare all the more to proclaim the gospel without fear. If Paul and Silas did not go to prison, the jailer and his family won't hear about the word of God. Right? I heard many people who went to jail. Um, when I was a Christian in the Philippines, we, we visited the maximum prison. And over there, we met, we met those soldiers who were accused of the Aquino, the tarmac, the killing of uh, Senator Aquino in the tarmac. And they said they were born again. They, they don't know about what happened, but they were in jail. But they said it served the purpose because over there in the jail, they received the Lord Jesus Christ. What do we say? Romans 8.28, all things will work together for good for those who love God and work according to his purpose. God has a plan. God has a purpose. Where you are at right now, God has a plan and purpose for that. So do not worry. We were reminded by Jesus himself, do not worry about tomorrow because tomorrow is still another day. Look at the birds in the sky, the flowers in the fields. They neither reap nor sow, but the Lord speed them. They need, you know, the Lord will be with you. So please do not worry if you think God is greater than your personal problem. Amen? No more worrying. Okay? Will you say to yourself, do not worry. Do not worry. God is in control. God is in control. How about, how great is your God? Is he greater than all your enemies? Who are your enemies? Anybody that hates you. And you hate them too. Okay? That's your enemy. It's a two-way hate you and you hate them too, everybody that threatens you. It could be your neighbor, it could be your coworker, it could be your boss, whoever. And it could be the one you're sleeping with. <laughs> okay? For 34 years, we just don't know. Sleeping with the enemies. <laughs> okay? If he is, <laughs> Why live in fear? This is how you go about your enemies. Isaiah 54, 17. I always use this. This is one of my favorite verses. No weapon formed against you will prevail. Amen. And you will repute every tongue that accuses you. Amen. This is the heritage of the servant of the Lord. And this is the vindication from me, declares the Lord. Memorize that, my friend, whenever you encounter your enemies. <laughs> how about how great is your God? Is he greater than all the obstacles of your life? What are the obstacles in your life? What are things that prevent you from serving the Lord? Your time, lack of skill, what else? What reason can you give? 
Sometimes you give your own obstacle, right? What are the obstacles? Don't give up. Don't give up. Because if God has not given up on you, why will you give up? You are of God, little children, and have overcome them. Because he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. So, do not be an unbelieving believer. You profess you are a believer, but you are full of unbelief. Unbelief in this. Unbelief. Israel made their God look small at Kades Bernea. Kades Bernea is a holy place in the wilderness where they convene because they believe the evil report brought back by 10 of the 12 spies. So 10 does not mean majority is good, okay? Yes. It doesn't mean always that the majority wins, okay? Amen. Only Joshua and Caleb believe, too, that God was more powerful than the giants of Canaan, promised land, land with milk and honey. What did the people do? The people chose to follow the unbelieving spies. How many? How many unbelieving spies? Ten. And what did God do? God sent them back to the wilderness for 38 additional years. How many years were they after they crossed the Red Sea? How many years were they there? 40. Plus 38, how many? 78 years. Can you believe that? Because unbelief has their own consequences. Okay? Third, 78 years before they finally able to conquer the promised land. Their unbelief made God look small. Your unbelief will make God look small. They said, we saw the giants and we were like grasshopper in our own sight. And so we were in their sight. I will repeat, we were like grasshopper in our own sight. And so we were in their sight. Remember proverb: whatever you think is, that's he is. Whatever man thinks is, he is. Let me define to you grasshopper Christian. Always make their God look small in the eyes of the world. How do you make God your God, the believer's God, to the unbeliever? Well, the classic example is when you borrowed money from them. That's the classic example. That's why they tell you, you said your God will provide. Why are you borrowing money from me? See, that's the classic example. You, you said your God is great. When you ask for advices for the people that you know, they don't know the word of God. When I was new here, I don't have a social security number. But I want to pay taxes because I know that it's my duty as a citizen 
Give to Caesar what to Caesar to the Lord for the Lord. So I went to a tax preparer. And he asked me, are you crazy? Are you crazy? You don't need to pay taxes. You don't have social security number. They will not find out. But I told him, you know what? I am a Christian. Yeah, you're a Christian. Is all Christian like you? Not all Christians are like you. <laughs> That's what he said, really. Not all Christians are like you. If I were you, he said, if I were you, I will just put it in my saving. The government will not know. But the Lord knows. The Lord knows. The Lord sees me. And he said, okay, if you want to, then I will do it for you. But I told you, you will pay. True enough, I paid. So when, so it, it's every year. So when I get my papers, you know what happened? All my contributions were accumulated. And it's all credited on me. Before, you know, on my 10th year, I have my 40 units. I did, it, it is not wasted. Because what? I did not make God small in the eyes of this unbeliever. Amen? God is great. Remind us, grasshopper Christians, don't be a grasshopper Christian. Hebrew 3, 7, 12 reminds us, today, if you will hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion in the day of trial in the wilderness, where your father tested me, tried me, and so my works 40 years. Therefore, I was angry with that generation and said, they always go stray in their heart and they have not known my ways. So I swore in my wrath, they shall not enter my rest. Beware, brethren, lest there be any of you an evil heart of unbelief in departing from the living God. Evil heart of unbelief, okay? It's evil in the sight of God when you don't believe the word of God. Israel's God was great in their eyes when they crossed Jordan 38 years later. What did God do? God caused the water to file up and Israel crossed over the dry grounds. Their God was great God to them at Jericho, where by faith, the wall came trembling down. God is great. I pray that God will motivate a change in our attitude from fear to unlimited faith. Amen. Our God is a great God. So think great thoughts with confidence to the glory of God. And I would like to leave you with these two verses, what brings glory to God. 1 Corinthians 1.31 says, He who glories, let him glory in the Lord. Jeremiah 9.23-24 Let not the wise man glory in his wisdom. Let not the mighty man Glory in his might. Nor let the rich man glory in his riches. 
But let him who glory, glory in this, that he understands and knows me, that I am the Lord exercising loving kindness, judgment, and righteousness in the earth. For in this I delight. God bless us all. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit.